Hey, this is Dominic from Untitled Gamescast. In order to kick this podcast off right, me and my co-host Aiden decided to play a little game called Overrated Underrated. It's an idea we picked up from a podcast called The Indicator, which is a production of NPR. In this episode, I'll be asking Aiden about topics and whether or not he thinks they're generally overrated or underrated. In the feed, there'll also be an episode with him asking me about topics, whether I think they're overrated or underrated. We hope you'll give them both a listen, and we hope you'll stay tuned to our show right here. Thank you for listening. Hello, and welcome to Untitled Gamecast. Today, me and my co-host Aiden Gross are going to be playing a game called Overrated Underrated, which I picked up from a little podcast called The Indicator from NPR. I'm excited. All right. So, Aiden, first up. What I'm going to do is I'm going to list off a broad topic in the world of gaming, and you're going to tell me whether or not you think this is overrated or underrated. Oh, right. To start off, we what have... If, quick question. What if ahead. it's not overrated or underrated? If it's, what if it's right in the middle? If you've got a mix, if you say, hey, it's partially overrated, partially underrated, you can do that. If you say, I think it's rated perfectly, you can say that too. Okay. All right. All right. Let's do it. So number one, Hideo Kojima. Ooh, overrated or underrated? Starting off some, some heavy hitters with the number one. Um... So this is really people's opinions, because some people would say overrated, some people would say underrated. I think he is underrated, because listening to my whole life, hearing about Hideo games, oh, this is a Hideo game. I never played any Metal Gear Solids really growing up, until I went to my friend Jeff's house when I was about 16, and he had the first one playing through the story mode, and just seeing the writing and this and the cutscenes and how it was so movie, like, just it just felt like a movie, a film. I was like, wow. And I still never really got to play one because I had an Xbox my whole life. But then I got Death Stranding. And whoa, I wasn't a Hideo fanboy, but now I am. I'm on the I'm on the train. So, All right. Very good. So for the next one, we have next-gen consoles. That includes PlayStation 5, Xbox's Project Scarlet. Overrated or underrated? Ooh, all right. So this is a good one. I think there's a little bit of both right here. I think it's a little... little Lukewarm, I guess we'll say that because there's enough. We're expecting this this generation to have all these huge leaps, and they're trickling out little bit of information day by day. We heard we talked about a little bit some of the stuff for the PS5, and I feel it's it's overrated and underrated because I'm excited, but I'm not like oh it's this is uh, my expectations are so high because I'm still setting them low. But I still I mean I'm I'm, I'm excited. I'm curious. I'm just I, I want them to surprise me. I really want them to surprise me because I know that this is like not a huge generation leap, but it, there could be some big things there. All right. Next up, we have Rockstar Games, Ooh. makers of Grand Theft Auto, the Grand Theft Auto series and the Red Dead Redemption series, as well as Bully and more. Overrated or underrated? They are my favorite. Uh, besides CD Projekt, that's my favorite uh, group. They're like the patriots of video game developers. <laughs> Always good. I think... You never could overrate Rockstar. I mean, I, I might I would get hate mail going. How could you overrate Rockstar? They're just so good. They have the one thing I would with the development of Red Dead. You heard about all like the hardworking and like the crazy hours. So that's one thing I might overrate them. I heard, but we never know if that was official. But the horse testicles. Yeah, yeah. You can see your horse poop. Like, come on. It. They. They're so. I can't even see underrated or overrated. They're perfect because they have made so many. Of like this is what gaming should be. They've set the boundaries and everything. So I can't say they're they're amazing. All right. Next up we have remakes. Not remasters. We're talking remakes. So for instance, Resident Evil 2, the remake that just came out this year in February 2019. We're talking Shadow of the Colossus, 
the remake from Blue Point, which came out last year. First off, Dom, or people the might, upcoming Final Fantasy VII remake. People might out next not year. know the difference between a remake and a remaster. Do you want to specify that? Yeah. So a remake, we're talking they remake the game from the ground up. It doesn't have to be fundamentally different in mm-hmm. them changing up gameplay or puzzles. What it does have to be is brand new assets intended for a brand new game. We're right. not talking just upscaling the work that's already been done. So there's levels. Yeah. <laughs> there's levels to this. I I was overrated. I was totally overrated because they a lot of the games that came out last year and this year were quote-unquote remakes, but they're more reimaginings or what we say, you know, just kind of a reskinning of the game. And, like, what, what came out? Uh, Shenmue came out. Shenmue recently. 3. I yeah. think that's coming out later this month. Yeah. Right, but they put the older ones on Xbox Game Pass, and they were just remasterings. They weren't remake because they still were, like, those old cell shading stuff, but they were a little bit better for, for this gem. But So I would say overrated then because they we got these, like, crappy ones. But ever since Resident Evil 2, that set the new standard again for what a remake has to be. I feel like now if a publisher, anyone remakes a game, you have to look at Resident Evil 2, and you can't go lower than that because or else you're going to be called like a crappy remake all right so the next one we have backwards compatibility a big feature of the upcoming next gen consoles are we thinking overrated or underrated for backwards compatibility Ooh, i want to say overrated because i want to see what playstation does with their backwards compatibility because we know how xbox is always the best at that i really want to see what sony does with their backwards compatibility so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm a little overrated on that. All right. Next up, we have streamers. We're talking Ninja, <laughs> Dr. Disrespect, all those Twitch streamers that broadcast online. We hear multi-million dollar deals going through. Are streamers overrated or underrated and why? Overrated because, I mean, you see what we're doing right now. Me and Dom love video games. So I used to play competitively for years, years and years until probably five, six years ago when I started working in the industry, selling selling retro games and new games, I got more into the love of games. So when I was telling my friends, I used to play game battles religiously, competitive Call of Duty 4, and we didn't have Twitch streaming and streaming like that. We had to, there wasn't that avenue yet. So now I feel like it's so much easier. So if we had, our generation had the Twitch streaming, I'd, I'd be a famous Twitch streamer. I think they, they're using what they have in their life to them, but we didn't have the opportunity. So I think they're a little overrated because now the little kids are making... They're Twitch streamers. They make all this money through donations, and I don't know. I feel like if we had that around then, it could we could have utilized it differently. All right. Next up, we have E3. It used to be the big daddy conference of them all every year in L.A., held elsewhere a couple of times, but for the past however many years, it's been a fixture of the gaming year. Right. Is E3 now, with PlayStation pulling out last year, overrated or underrated Ooh, the electronic entertainment expo so let me tell you guys a little something about this since i heard about the e3 or e3 probably 10 years ago getting ready for e3 it was like christmas like the week before e3 was like what are coming out you know and e3 day was like watching all the live streams and it was like christmas this year it wasn't, I thought it was the worst E3 out of any year. Sony wasn't there. There just wasn't that many, I don't know. So now I'm saying it's overrated because Gamescom really took it. And now the Video Game Awards is turning into this E3. I, hopefully E3 could be good next year, but this year it was a little overrated. 
All right, and next we have open world games. We recently got the outer why no the yeah, outer world. Is he gonna do it again? He always does. I always it. do it. I always oh, do it. Man. The outer worlds from Obsidian Entertainment. They just came out with that. It's not open world as we're used to, where it's a seamless interconnected world. Instead, we have a bunch of what I would call hand curated sections of plants for players to go to, explore, complete missions in. But, on the other hand, we have massive open-world games like The Witcher, like Legend mm-hmm. of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Right. So I want to ask, are open-world games overrated or underrated? Because while we have those big Breath of the Wild titles, we also have titles like Assassin's Creed Unity, which have been criticized for having just filler content to fill that open-world instead of tons of meaningful stuff. Right, right. Well, first off, for listeners... We have to start having a counter that <laughs> counts every time he says Outer Worlds for Outer Wilds. It would be really funny to see the counter now. But um, it really it really depends on who is making the open world type of game. So Breath of the Wild really brought me back on to loving these open world games. But I feel like they really, and we take this for granted, the time it takes in to craft these open world games. Like Assassin's Creed, I read their whole development team. There's like a, for example, you'll go down an alley and like a piece of trash that you may never see, a guy in the development room maybe took a week on that. And the the level of detail that goes into some of these open world games that we just sometimes don't even see, I feel, is on par to none. But it's all depending on who does it. Because I've, I've had an open world game that's just not good. It just There's some that aren't good. I remember, what's an open world game? Not that I didn't like it, but the new Crackdown 3 wasn't the best open world, but it depends where you're getting from an open world game. It really depends the, the developer and, you know, so. But I'm excited for Breath of the Wild made me believe again. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. This has been Overrated Underrated, a game we pulled from NPR's podcast, The Indicator. Yeah. I'm Dominic D'Amico, and this is Aiden Gross. Have a good one, you guys. Thank you. Have yourselves a wonderful day, and thank you for listening. <laughs>